This is your girl, Bridgie, and this is Spark Up PVD. Yeah, you already know what it is, your boy Root Bands. Back again, Spark Up PVD, alongside Christina Regina and your mans, the bands. <laughs> Y'all didn't like that? This is new for you. Y'all didn't like that? I'm trying to, I'm trying to change it up. everybody could like, see the way he like, moved his body. Mm. All we needed was that. Maybe we could add that in. Yikes. What's popping, y'all? We're jumping right into question of the day. Oh. Would you... Just diving right in, huh? From the female perspective, propose to your boyfriend and bands, would you accept your girlfriend proposing to you? Or would you answer? Or like, you know, how would you feel? That's a good question. <laughs> you know, you know, and to be honest, as, as a man, as a guy, you know, we, we live on our machismo. So I'm going to say a few years ago... If it was, it was me a few years ago, hell no. No, I wouldn't. Now, I wouldn't mind. I actually like that. You'd like that. You would yeah. like a woman to propose to you. Yes. Okay, that's lit. I'm 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 not against it. I mean Would you wear the ring? Yeah, why not? Oh, so yeah. you wouldn't mind like I don't you know, I don't mind wearing a ring. Okay. Regina. You know, if I'm really committed, I'm gonna If you're committed, you're committed. Exactly. If- like I said, if I'm single, <laughs> I'm gonna mingle. And it's just a fact. Oh, it's a hot mess. But if, you know, I'm committed to you, I'm not taking the initial steps to propose, it's on your hands to do that for me. So I have a follow-up question since you say that. What do you think takes a guy so long to propose? Because I've seen people... Uncertainty. Uncertainty. Because I've seen guys, like, be with a girl for, like, 10, 15 years and never propose. And then when they do propose, they're engaged for... 10 plus some people are just scared of having that title behind their name are you like just being married is bands no i'm not ready scared. for a wife well i'm i'm single so that's not <laughs> happening soon but you look mad but, nervous but you know if you know the time comes and the time is right yes i'm, I'm saying do you it. think you're at the stage in your life you meet the right one and everything is going fine you're gonna get on a knee yeah word regina would you propose no why please tell us i'm not opposed to it like people who do i personally just would not because i don't know maybe that's just how i feel now maybe but but you gotta look at it like this put it this way he's taking too long and you love this man to death and you want to live your life with him he has no clue that you want to get married and he's just like you're just just not gonna be able to if he has no clue that i want to get married then he's not the guy for me already Because these are things we would have already talked about, you know? Like, these are things we would already know about each other. If I already know I want to marry you and I'm thinking about marrying you, but I don't know where your head's at, then we're not ready to be married. Yeah, but isn't it the same way with a guy? Like, how does a guy know that you're ready? They don't. They just get on one day and hope for the best. Well, there you go. Yeah, I'm It's nah. a two-way street, you know. <laughs> it can't just be one one way. I understand. That's how marriage... That's know, the only I'm way. I'm traditional in that because, I don't know, I feel like women, and maybe this may be like a little black woman, but I'm sorry, ladies. But I feel like women, because we're so much more emotional, we know, like, when we want to be committed to someone long-term, whereas men, you're not too sure unless they say it. So that's like their outward expression of, I want to be committed to you long term, is you proposing. Whereas women, like, you usually won't have to question if she's there or not, and you'll know if she's kind of iffy. You're not going to get down on one knee if you think she's iffy. Joe Budden did it with well, Tahiri. 
Yeah, but he... And she was like, ooh, I'm sorry. But he also did it knowing she was iffy because he made her that way. True. Like, he really did True. it as like a, oh, I'm sorry, marry me after everything. But I he tried. It's a stepping stone. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, but, you know, he's but in a much better known? space now. I mean, yeah, of no, course. No, he that should have known ago. she was going to say no. He proposed, Because we I think, all who watched the show knew she was going to say no. Oh, yeah. At least Absolutely. I did. Because it was like, after everything you put her through, you're just going to sit here and, like, publicly propose knowing that she's probably going to say no. Like, yeah, they she... had just been through so much mm-hmm. stuff that they didn't get through. It's like, yeah. oh, She was God. there for the drugs, too. Yeah, she was. Then he so. started dating that young little girl. And who knows, maybe in, like, seven years, I'll change my mind and you'll see me somewhere proposing to my husband. Until then. No. Um, let me see. What I propose... I don't think so either. I feel like all I feel like most girls would give that answer because of the traditional way of thinking of is he yeah, ready? Yeah, I don't know. You know but he's like, ready because he proposed. No, but I'm saying like if you were the one if if you were the one proposing, how would you feel? I don't know. I wouldn't do it. Only because I'm scared to get rejected. You, you know? can't be scared of rejection. That's chill, 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 chill. Yeah, marriage Listen. is like a big like step though. It is. It is a big step, and it's a serious step, and it should be done with precaution. Or at Max. least think about it before you... These guys begin. But now I know how guys anything. feel. How? Like, you know the pressure of them, like... Because I know somebody, personally, who has had a ring, who bought a ring and told me, shout out to Los, who um, <sighs> proposed to my cousin, but he had it for a long time, and he was nervous. And all he could do is, like, talk about the ring, like, oh, my God, I can't wait for the day, I can't wait for this. And, like, he loves her. They love each other. So there's no doubt that they want to be together. But he was still nervous. Like, even the day of, he was, like, shaking, trembling, sweating, bullets. Because there is that uncertainty on the other side. You don't know what the person's going to say. And this is the rest of your life. And the, I mean, well... I mean, nowadays, it can be... <laughs> you iffy. guys will get down on one knee for everything. She made me a sandwich. Marry me. I can't. No, no, no. She no, cleaned no. my shaver. Marry that's, me. And then get in divorce. Like, y'all have That's ass. not completely true. Not for all guys, but a lot of guys are married to girls you, know, you shouldn't have been married to. True. And vice versa, though. Yup, saying yes because you feel bad. Now, say yes and then pull him to the side and be like, boy, I'm not marrying you. But I just <laughs> like didn't want to embarrass you in front of your mama. Okay, so back there when I said oh, yes, um, I it's a no. Lying. <laughs> hey, it's better than saying no right there in front of everybody. That hurts. Say yes, go to the back and be like, no, you know I'm not married. <laughs> you know, you know if... If there's anything a man fears more is the thought of you jumping off that cliff and not being caught. Yeah, that's... (laughs) That's the most scariest thing to a guy. Hey, man, you guys will be all right. Y'all usually get the girl, depending if you're cute. Not always. All right, moving on. I'll start. Then go ahead. (laughs) The culture shock. I only have two things. One of them is going to take us into our topic. So, uh, the first thing is Disney is buying 21st Century Fox. Ooh. Yes. Everything. FX. Yes. They're yes. gonna own everything. 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 <laughs> they already own everything. everything. That that means for all my people that love Marvel, mm-hmm. we get to see uh, uh Wolverine in the Avengers. The Disney own- doesn't Disney also own ABC? Correct. Yes. That's crazy. They own everything. And ESPN. Correct. Ah, nice. And the History Channel, 50% of it. Okay, I see you, Walt. They are out here. <laughs> so, yeah, Walt Disney's buying 21st Century Fox, reported from the Huffington Post, and Com- 
and they so so the deal actually went through. No, it hasn't gone through yet. It goes through officially. Everybody puts papers on the table and makes decisions July 27th. Yeah, but the offer was made June 29th. And uh, Disney is offering to buy it for 63 bill. Yeah, because I know. 63 billion dollars. It's worth it. Comcast tried to come in on the deal and offer 70 billion for 21st Century Fox. Because, you know, these companies are trying to, they're trying to basically pipe up. Against Facebook and Netflix. Mm. So, I mean, not that Disney has much to worry about, but they do have to stay ahead of their competitors. Mm -hmm. So here comes Comcast, like, nah, bump that. We're going to give you an extra bill because we want that. And Disney was like, chill, chill, chill. We'll give you 73 bill. So that's where they're stopping at. Comcast is like, all right, calm down. We don't got that. <laughs> we we don't want to come back with another, you know, negotiating counteroffer. Counter so Comcast is out. Disney is most likely going to buy out 21st Century Fox. So get ready for that, guys, because that's, that's a big, big merger. That's big. That is big. I they're mean, gonna own like all the popular, the most popular channels on TV. Yo, yeah, because with of... 21st Century Fox, I think goes Hulu. Yeah, Fox is on. Fox and has a deal with Hulu. So Hulu now will belong to Disney. I find that people start businesses like a Netflix and like a Hulu so that they can sell out or merge with bigger companies mm -hmm. because you end up I mean, that, making be killing off of that. Point. Right. So, I mean, and Hulu's not going to be able to bill. withstand on its own as a company, not with all these no. big conglomerates around it. So why not? Why not sell? And then with that money, they can start a whole new business doing something else. Or and even, then sell or, that or and or keep on doing it. Or just retire for life. That's Mm -hmm. And Netflix has not sold because they've been doing well on their own, but I don't know. Yeah, but there's a lot of competitors right now. It's looking crazy out there in the streaming world. Well, TV, period. Yeah. So that is first things first, so look out for that. Not that anything will change. People probably won't even really notice it, but Disney's going to be making this money. Secondly, the self-made billionaire Kylie Jenner, wow. reported by Forbes, the youngest self-made billionaire of her age, of this time, of history. That's crazy. She made $930 million in profit off of her lip kit in the past two years. My combined goodness. of the two Congratulations. years. Congratulations. She's getting a lot of backlash for it because people are saying she's not really a self-made millionaire. Where right. it's like you started from the bottom mm -hmm. and now you're at a billion dollars in two years. It's like you were birthed from fame and people exactly. only bought your lip kits because you're famous. Not because mm -hmm. they just... She's our product. Be, you know, and I'm big on saying it. I'll say it right now and again. Stop supporting these super big people. Start I mean, support but her lip kit was Yeah, but start supporting Samantha from down the street that's trying to Samantha? come up and yeah, Samantha. She doesn't have Brandon like Kylie though. Yeah, True. but but you know then again her product might be more natural and better for you. You know what I mean? We're big on Kylie Jenner, which Already had a million, but you know, y'all not putting money into these people's pockets. But y'all putting money into anybody's no, pockets. No, no, no. I'm, I never I'm not. I'm not kid. saying you. I'm saying people in general. They're quicker to put money into a rich person's hand versus putting it into somebody that actually is trying to. Yes, come but up. when people are buying things, they're not saying, "Oh no, I'm." not gonna make Beyonce richer you're going because you enjoy this and also generally. that's to say about anything there are rappers that you listen to but there are also local rappers in Rhode Island that you probably don't listen to as much as the mainstream ones it just it's really yeah. about it is about the branding it is about the marketing and it is about the exposure like I, I can't hate on Kylie because she did start that business from the ground up. It's not like she piggybacked off of her sisters or something like that. Mm -hmm. And she's technically not a Kardashian. She's a Jenner. 
They're mm. living different lives. I mean, but she no, was on the no. show. To, I mean, no, to, she is famous still. Like, she does have the exposure, but she did start a business. And as a woman her age, and just as a woman, yeah, period, that's lit. she self-made a billion dollars. Or be, damn near. To be clear, I'm not mad at her success. I'm just mad that we put these people onto pedestals but don't help our own. Yeah, but you're doing. You would do the That's same all thing I'm to saying. your own too. You'd be putting your own on a pedestal as well. Either way, you're supporting somebody. It's gonna make them rich. So you don't. Nobody's thinking about the money that they're putting into a. I bought Beyonce tickets not because I want to put money in Beyonce's hand. I bought it because I want to see Beyonce. People bought her I, lip I kit that. not because they're like, let's help her be a, a billionaire. No, they're like, no, these lip kits are lit, and they want to. I try get them, that, right? but. The lip kit. The lip kit is different than going to see a Beyonce. No, it's you're right actually because that's it's worth more money. Because the thing is that she's okay. She's giving you a product, but that product might not be different from the product that these other two females are selling Listen, down the street. But either way, my girl's a billionaire, and the reason why and I am mad at that. Move into our segment is because. I wonder if Kylie Jenner wasn't like a Jenner or a part of the Kardashian dynasty, if she mm. would really make lip kits, if that was something she really wanted to do. Because also, her lips weren't real for a very long time. So it's like <laughs> you're selling a product on artificial ground. Like mm. you're creating a lip kit for lips you didn't even have. And I'm not hating. She capitalized on something that she was insecure about. And the world made her a billionaire for it. Mm -hmm. Y'all clowned her about not having lips. She said, oh, I got something for that ass. I'm going to go get some lips. lips and then I'm going to sell y'all the lip kit. And they bought it. Mm -hmm. And now she's, she's a billionaire. Can you believe this? Do That's you think she would be cooking up lipsticks in her kitchen if she wasn't a Kardashian? Well, she's not doing the lipsticks. She's not cooking the lipsticks. But I will say that it's crazy that she has almost as much money as Jay-Z, and Jay-Z has been an entrepreneur artist for 25-plus years. Correct. And she did that hood. in two years. That's something to give props to. Yeah, that's Kudos. pretty crazy. I, I give props, but then again, I don't. <laughs> you know, and I don't want to sound like the bitter old man, neither. All I'm saying is, like, people, support your own. See, this like is that. what people, this is what, somebody was talking about this. I feel like it was Say Biz, but I also feel like everything inspirational comes out of Say Biz's mouth. Uh, Yo, Say Biz, what you want to come here, outside? Say Biz. <laughs> um, so somebody was saying this about how when you see someone on like social media or somewhere in life that's doing really well, you don't want to contribute your support because you feel like, well, they're doing well already or they already have 100 likes on their picture or they already right. have, so I'm not going to contribute to it. But if you like it, it doesn't Ain't matter. Ain't nothing like, wrong with that. Yes, Ain't Kanye nothing is a rich man, but if you like his music, you know what no, that reminds fine. me of when Obama but ran. Hold on, when Obama ran for the second term, and everybody was like, "Nah, I don't have to go to the voting booth. He's gonna win because everybody's gonna vote for him." If everyone was to say that, he would have never won. Exactly. Because you're just decreasing in the numbers. So what does it matter but, how but much money? If the product is, is good, but, the product is no. Good. I get it, but I'm pretty sure Samantha or Lakeisha from up the street is selling a product that's just as good or probably even better because they did their research and they actually put in their love How and passion. That, Listen, How they're actually you know putting their love and passion <laughs> into this product. How do you know she didn't put love and passion into her product? She is a billionaire. She, she went out and bought fake lips to sell a product. She's smart. Listen, you can't just have the talent of I have an idea. Boom, let's do it. You also have to have a team around right, you. Right, business savvy. You can't just be I, like, I'm clicking up these lip glosses. Boom. But we have to move on. We have to move on. We can't stay on this. This was literally supposed to be a, a, 
a quick pop culture segment and you always trying to argue. Move on. Nah, it's the dead. thing is, yo, support your own, at least. And then you can support the people up there. And Just practice support. what you preach, too. I, I do. Mm-hmm. I actually do. <laughs> All right. I don't know, Benz. I don't be seeing you at them local <laughs> events, but I digress. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> hey, Wasn't hey, even listen. that day show talking about support your own. I paid for my ticket. Get the hell out of listen, you. Listen, you ticket listen, go. Huh? listen. We gotta move that's on. still we gotta supporting move on. whether I went or not. I still support it. Hey. My, my <laughs> funds went into that bank account, whoever okay. is in control of that. So, therefore, I did support whether I was there or not. You basically paid for my ticket, but all right. <laughs> that makes sense. Well, keep that on low. Nobody got to know about the juice. You know what I'm saying? All right, so you said that if Kylie wasn't famous, would she have still been as successful as she is now? And that leads us into Well, no, the- no. I asked, would she still be doing the Live Kids? She probably would still be successful. She has ambition. But would she still be doing that? Would that be her calling in life, like mm-hmm. cosmetics? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, okay. The topic of the day is a suggestion from a listener. Shout out to Mo. Who asked us to speak about finding your purpose in life? So the first question: Have you found your purpose? <laughs> All right, I'll answer first. Have I found my purpose in life? Let me see. Um, I think that I'm close to it, and I'm not gonna say how or why because that's also one of the questions. But I think that most of us, when I say us, I mean like we as like the human mm-hmm. race. That's what we look for. And I think that um, some people look for it more than others and some people find it and some people don't. And Or some people think that they find it and they live that life. Like there's people that go to school and study something only because their parents told them to. And so that seems fitting to their purpose. So I think everybody has a different purpose. But have you found your purpose was the question. I, I believe I have. You know, I'm not going to say yeah, what it is. Okay, I understand but, that. But, you know, I mean, there comes a time and place where things start happening for you. Mm. Slowly but surely. Falling into place. And everything just falls into place. And you're like, wow, this is really happening. So I'm going to answer now. All right. <laughs> so also, no. Was the consensus no between you and I and the band said yes? He said yes, yeah. I think no because... I don't know why yet, but I feel like I know pieces of my purpose, but I don't know mm. it fully. Like, I don't know what it is, but I know pieces. I feel like I get pieces every now mm. and again. How do you imagine living in your purpose is like or, or what it feels like to live in your purpose? Amazing. Basically living your best life. You know when you're living your best life. Why? Be- well, some people live it wrong. But when everything is, is gravitating to the better and the positive. I think I'm a, I think you, I was going to say this. Yeah, like, I was going to say the same thing from what you were saying. Like, you can feel things falling into place. Because I have, I've had moments. Not where I'm like, oh, yes, this was my purpose. Little things like I have to go somewhere and, it, and boom, I'm there. And then I go and then I meet the right people. Or somebody said something to me that either affirms the way I was feeling or answers a question. I had in my head and Mm -hmm. the person's like I think that those moments like that are not telling me what my purpose is but guiding me towards my purpose I think that when kind of like what you said when you live in your purpose is when you feel like it's right Mm because I think everyone has that intuitive feeling where "Mm, maybe I shouldn't do this or you feel like you know what this is this is what I'm gonna do and this is lit and it just feels like right like I don't know how else to explain it but it's just I think it's just an intuitive feeling 
feeling. You feel free. Or you free. shouldn't feel when when you're doing something you know. Liberated. There yeah, we it's go. liberating. That's a good one, Ben. <laughs> telling you this. He got reggae deep. playing in his head right now. Yo, you're not even lying, yo. I got some Bob Marley playing the tunes. What do you think your purpose is? Bands you want to start since you said you found it? I think talking to people is one of my purposes. I'm not going to say my other purposes, but just talking to people and trying to help them. Like, even with the smallest things, like, get along with the day. I work with professors and stuff, and I see them sometimes come in very stressed out. Like, you know, they and they'll, they'll come out, come out their cars all mad and stuff and i'm there to tell them have a great day make sure you know and i give them a positive message and they're like you know what thank you one of my purposes is to be there for people and help them get through whatever sometimes i said this before on the podcast this lady told me that she was on on the verge of throwing herself off a bridge and she came in the next day because i told her like listen i know things can get tough but they're never so tough that you have to go to that extreme but you know if you need to talk to somebody i'm here for you and enjoy your day. And the next day she came in, like, she said just like this. She was like, hey, um, are you religious? Are you spiritual? I'm like, I'm not big into religion, but I'm very spiritual. I'm into energy. So you could say spiritual. And, and she goes, well, I think you was put in my path for a real reason. And, yo, like, look at my hair. They're standing up. No lie. She basically told me, you saved my life. Sometimes, you know, you you think, like, damn, I'm supposed to be there for people. It doesn't cost me anything to tell somebody, hey, look, have a nice day. You know, you, you're having a bad day? Talk to me. What's up? It doesn't cost me anything. Um, Let me see. What do I think my purpose is? I think it's a little similar to yours. Maybe not Um, just talking, but I feel like, but I feel like that, there have been times where, like, I'll see stuff on social media about, like, Black Lives Matter or, like, you see someone um, talking about, like, the kids, like, the youth in, in the neighborhoods with violence and suicide and the whole thing with the little boy from the Bronx that was all over the place, just plastered all over the place about the, the what's his name, Justice for Junior, Junior. The, the little boy who got Junior stabbed. Junior, they had at another the, one yes. for... Um I forgot the girl's name. It was it was horrible. Girl. Anyways, but those things, something that I want to do has to be impactful enough to influence or inspire someone mm. to be better or to get out of their situation. It's a little similar to yours. I think I'm definitely a people person. I love talking, hence the podcast. That's something that has to do with people. I love people, genuinely. I mean, there's some people I could do without, but you already know how that goes. Also, I haven't found it, so, you know, I'm still in the search. Um... I don't really know either. I just feel like I'm supposed to help women in some way. I don't know how, but I know some way I'm supposed to be helping women. I'm supposed to be encouraging them and motivating them. I don't know to do what, to be in school, to do better for themselves, but I'm supposed to help women. That's all I got so far. I was going to say the reason why you can feel that something is your purpose is because you're passionate about it. People get that confused with like what they think they have to do versus what they love. Mm -hmm. Like people who get up and go to work and just live their regular lives. I mean, no offense to like Joe Schmo, who's the manager at McDonald's. That was probably mm -hmm. his passion, right? He probably wants yeah. to be a general manager and they get paid well general managers so not to knock anybody's hustle but i think that people confuse purpose with responsibility yeah agreed mm. you know and like you said not to knock you know joe small from mcdonald's trying to be a manager don't get don't get comfortable and look up and above is that your you advice are. 
Yes. <laughs> Look above and beyond from where you're you're at, your position, and never get too comfortable because because comfortability can come at a high cost, and that's a fact. Okay, so your advice is don't get comfortable. Never. My advice for someone finding their purpose or who has found their purpose or or who hasn't started looking for their purpose is to go with your gut i feel like so Mm. yeah so my advice is to go with your gut i know a lot of times um when you think you have to do something you don't do it because you start to think no if i do that then this ruins Mm -hmm. that or i already had this planned out and i do that because i do that all the time and such like a I plan so much, I'm in my head so much that I'm not going with my gut. And I think that because I haven't gone with my gut on things I want to do, I've missed out on a lot of opportunities that could have possibly led me to my purpose sooner. Or just taught me things to, you know, connect me to another path. So I feel like just go with your gut. Do things that you want to do because you don't know what you can get out of that. I always wanted to be in a hip-hop class, okay? Don't judge me. Don't get crazy. Don't laugh. But I feel like I'm, I don't think I'm meant to be a hip-hop dancer, but I feel like there is something that I can learn maybe if I were to step in there or just facing your fear of, like, doing something in front of people that you've never done before. I think that that's going with your gut, and then your mind clouds up your feelings, and then you ignore your gut, and you miss out on things. That could be life-changing. Um, my advice... I think it's just not to fall into comparison because I find that people think Mm. they know what path they want to go down just watching other people's lives. Mm. And when you look at what other people are doing, you're like, oh, I could do that. I could do that. I could do that. It's like you can, but is that what you're meant to do? Like you can do anything, but is that what you're meant to do? Is that what you feel in your heart of hearts is your calling for yourself? Because I could be a makeup artist. You could be a judge. Ruby could be a rocket scientist. These are things we Mm, are capable of doing (laughs) because we we have knowledge. Like we could do anything, but is it what we're meant to do? Mm. So you see people who do work the nine to fives and do jobs that they don't really care for. And it's not to say like they're not in their purpose. Maybe they, you know, you still have to support your dreams financially. So they go into majors or jobs that they know will give them sufficient funding to fund what they really want to do. Because they know if they go directly into what they want to do, there are steps to everything. Like, I truly believe there's always timing to everything. If you rush into what you believe is your purpose too early, you might be too early to the mark. Hmm. If you stay in one place too long, you might miss the mark. You know what I mean? Sometimes Hmm. there are certain mistakes and certain life experiences you have to go through to hit the mark exactly where you're supposed to hit it at the time you're supposed to hit it. You're never going to be late because God's not going to let that happen. That's true. That that goes with the saying with like when people um Diddy talks about this all the time and he says get ready for your blessings or prepare yourself for your blessings. You know, people are constantly saying like, Oh man, I wish I did this or I wish I did that or you know, like or I'm sure like probably Charlemagne was like, I wish I was New York's number one bestseller, but he didn't probably have the tools Mm-hmm. to get there or like At if someone time. offered him a book deal had he written that book when he wrote it didn't have the life experiences or the the skills to write and but there the are certain flops, successes you know I mean? exactly that you can't handle at certain times sometimes you're too young to appreciate certain success or knowing that you're in your purpose god could throw you in your purpose at 12 years old but you might not know you're too young there are certain things you haven't mm-hmm. gone through 100%. yet that would that would help you understand that, okay, I'm supposed to be right here, right now. Like, there are certain experiences I've lived through that I'm like, man, had I been offered the opportunity I 
I'm being offered right now five years ago, I wouldn't have thought it was such a great opportunity. I would have just looked past it like whatever because I had to go through some things to realize how important certain other things were. So it's like you have to listen to your... I do believe listening to your gut or listening to your heart. You can't always go through the motions and act on what's in your heart right away, but you can always work toward it little by little. But take the time. Sometimes you're very confused and you don't know what your purpose is. Some people know, but they can't really do much about it at the time. Mm. Some people don't know at all, but it doesn't mean that you should just do things you don't like because you don't know what your purpose is. Like, you mm-hmm. should still be looking for things that, that agree with your spirit, that make you feel good. Because if you're not looking for things that make you feel good, then you're just doing a whole bunch of stuff you don't want to do. And then you get stuck there. Because people confuse being comfortable with miserable. what they think they're supposed to do. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah, so finding your purpose, you have to be actively looking for it. You can't just sit there and be like, ah, oh, it'll come to me eventually if I just sit here and stay right. in this job. I like my coworkers. Everything's fine. Like, my purpose will just, it'll come around at the right time. Like, you got to meet your purpose halfway. You have to be mm. taking necessary steps or else you're going to miss the mark. And then you'll hit it late. And then when you hit it late, you're going to be like, damn, I could have hit this mark. Oh. 20 years ago and I didn't because I stayed in that job too long or you, because I stayed you know in that something? relationship too long because I did this because I did that never give up even if you didn't no, make your you mark can't. keep going the mark you never miss the mark and it never comes back you miss the mark and it moves out mm-hmm so yes. you miss it and then it moves out by like five years or moves out by ten Agreed. years. It's you're never gonna miss it. You, most they, people they, are gonna hit their mark, mm-hmm. but they're gonna be like, "Dang, this mark was right there next to me like five years ago, and yeah. I didn't take the opportunity because I was scared or because I was too comfortable where I was at." So true. The mark's not the mark is for you, so you're never gonna miss it. But yeah, but you know, there's people that quit along the line too. And those are the people that stay in the same spot forever, and they're unhappy. You see them walking around, and they, like, you know, they're like, I'm just living life, you know? But you have to be willing to take chances. Like, it really is scary because there are certain internships, jobs, opportunities Mm -hmm. that you want to take advantage of that are across the country or in different countries completely. And, you you know, people have kids. They have lives. Like, there, Mm -hmm. there are certain opportunities you're like, this is crazy. I can't physically do this. Because I have other obligations or responsibilities. Agreed. And I can't hate on somebody for thinking about their family and thinking about, you know, other responsibilities they do have. Sometimes it's, and there is, there's a lot of sacrifice. It's mm-hmm. not, oh, this job that's down the street, this internship that's across the street from my house, this opportunity that's right here. Sometimes you really have to go the distance to make things happen. And that's why when you see people uprooting their lives from their home state and moving to New York or moving to L.A., they only got like $500 to their name. Mm-hmm. They are really making a choice. I think that's part of it. I, mm-hmm. Sacrifice is, I think, is the biggest part because without sacrifice, there's no. Yeah, but there's some, no. some people have limitations to the. You know, I mean, everybody's sacrifice. sacrifice is different. Little sacrifices, exactly. small sacrifices. Like my sacrifice for, for school was working damn near full time and going to school full time and sacrificing time with a a child who probably needed me the most at that time one years old two years old that's a crucial time in a kid's development you Mm -hmm. know they need their moms but i said if i don't do it i mean not that if i don't do it now i don't do it never but it's kind of like but you have to it's it's a wager it's i miss these first two years and get this and be done or Or i miss miss her ninth and tenth year exactly or 11th and 12th year like the older she gets the more she's gonna remember right you wait longer and now you're, you're still missing years out of her life either way Exactly. So do you want to miss the very beginning where she's probably not going to remember or when she's very developed and remembers that you didn't have time for her. You were always in school. You were always at work. Like, 
Or there's a thing where, you, like, where you were talking about missing your mark, and then you look back and you're like, if only I did it. If only I just mm-hmm. did it. And if that's only I it. just jumped. Exactly. But jump with precaution, too, because people are jumping a little crazy. I yes. mean, but see, that's also the safe person in me, too, saying that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you got to take the leap. And sometimes you're supposed to take the leap and fail. A leap Sometimes you're supposed to fail. So that the next thing opens up. And it's sometimes, like, okay, you learned mm-hmm. that from that, right? Okay, Correct. now here's the next thing. Because sometimes if you don't jump and don't fail, nothing else opens up. No other door exactly. opens up. No other opportunity presents itself because you never took the jump and you never failed. It's like playing Super Mario. You got to take the Yo. leap because nothing's just going to come to you. Nothing's just going to walk into your job or walk into mm-hmm. your house. You have to go out there and get it. That's why when people say, oh, I'm a go-getter. Not everybody's really a go-getter that says <laughs> they are. Because the people who are real go-getters, you'll know because they're always mm-hmm. on the move and trying to make it happen some yeah. way even if they're taking their time like uh, and some people different. get thrown into their purpose like yeah. out of nowhere get laid off from their job and they're like what am I gonna do now and, and now you're struggling boom. out of nowhere you're like you yeah, know what that's crazy. maybe I should just try this new thing sometimes you never had no plans to do anything new but you just get thrown into mm-hmm. it failing is perspective and also yeah, what failing what if that person didn't get laid off they would just stay in the same place they were at forever <sighs> That's also mm. failing, though, too. But failure to me is probably not failure to you. Or What's failure to you? How about you brought that up? To me, is deeper than the actual definition. I think failure is when you give up on yourself. When mm. you, Whether it's not even like living in your purpose. Forget the purpose. Put the purpose out the window. To me, failure is when you're just not happy with... I wouldn't say happy because I feel like happy sounds like like superficial and Cliche. almost like fairy tale. Mm-hmm. When you're not at peace, I think that's when you fail. Yeah, you gotta be. You fail yourself. Failure is just when you accept defeat. That's it. You can never really fail. You just can't. Like unless you claim it. Like damn, I failed. You can never really fail. You can't lose a job and fail, or break up with someone and fail, or lose out an opportunity and fail. Because it's not a failure if you don't accept it as one. And also, life goes on. So, boom. There's that. Unless you're dead, it ain't a failure. You're young, thrive. So, bands never give never up. Never give up. Regina, what no, was no, it? No. <laughs> it was a lot. Take it how it is, man. And I said, go with your gut. Take it how you can and get it how you live. But mm. work hard. You know, this is my favorite part. <laughs> this is my favorite part. What is it? Pass me the ox. Pass me the orcs. I never have one. You never have one. What's up with you? I'm not a music listener. Come on. Come on. You got to have something in the stash. You know we do this. I know, but I don't listen to me. All right, bands, go first. Skip her. We'll pick two for her. Well, this past weekend, I went to a reggae concert. And let me just tell you, it was amazing. So I went to see um, Revolution and Stephen Marley, and he sung Is This Love. Oof, that's a good one. But he sounded just like his pops. And before that, he performed um, Stare It Up. But I got a story, and I'll tell you after. But my Pass Me the Ox is Is This Love. Okay, so the genre is reggae, and the vibe is... Is the vibe. It's just a vibe. It really, really is. Like... What is yours? Disgusting. My uh, song <laughs> song of the week is Mob Ties by Drake. Mm. Yo, that song, whew, I'm hyped just, just thinking about it. It's very hype, but like a subtle hype. The type of song you listen to, you put your windows down, and you feel like you're the shit. And don't forget to put your sunglasses on because that is needed. And blast it, too. 
It makes me feel like there's niggas that owe me money, but niggas don't really owe me money. You know what I mean? It makes me feel like Drake. I'm not with the Rara. I am a Dada. Like when he said that, that I felt that, that is in the my funniest spirit. line. And not too many people get get away with "I am a Dada." Yeah, but do you know what he means no, by I, that? I I, like, I I get it, but you know what I mean. Not too many people could get away with that line, <laughs> and it's cool. The vibe. Yeah. Obviously, the genre is hip-hop, and the vibe is hype, but, like, a subtle hype. That's my song of the week. But um, can I give, like, a bonus one since Regina didn't, um, is not participating, like, ever? This is two weeks in a row, friend. You gotta, uh... Oh, is, I definitely had one last week. So, my bonus one is by an uh, uh, an author. An artist named Kiana Lede, I think that's how you pronounce her name. Lede. I found her on Twitter, and I think this is the key... I mean, on title. I think this is the Kiki that Drake is talking about because she calls herself Kiki. But that is no. just... How did you add the that? Kiki so- that supposedly is a, a host from 106 in Park, if uh, okay. I'm not mistaken. Well, I discovered Kiki. her and she got a seven-track a seven album. It just came out last Friday and it's Get In The Way by Kiana Lede because that song is lit. Cut, edit it. It's perf. <laughs> I'm out. Bye. So you just want to do like a quick outro? What is that? <laughs> yeah, so that's So it. share. Go ahead. You love that. Cut it out when he says it. <laughs> Say it anyway, but cut that's it. That's not nothing. <laughs> Come on, that band's his neck. What I'm not coming at his neck. I like the fade out because it's like we're talking and it just fades out like so, this. So do we... Yo, you already know what it is, your boy Rip Bands. Thank you for listening to this episode of Spark Up PVD. Make sure you check us out at www.sparkuppodcast.com.